Uh, just a big thank you to all our sponsors out there that are looking after us. Firstly, TikTok Nutrition. They are coming up with new meals every week. It's unreal and they're delivering to more and more places. Go to the website, put in your postcode, and they'll tell you where they deliver. $20 off your first order over $100 with code word FLOG at checkout. And fuck the tax, man, for all your fishing apparel. The best there is getting around, not just fishing shirts, uh, everyday shirts. Get some for you and your mates. And at checkout, use FLOGS for 15% off. Get around him. And if you want a hat, go to Seed Knuckles at Country Trucker Caps. Go and check them out. And you use code word FLOG, all capitals, F-L-O-G, at checkout for a nice little discount so he knows where we're coming from. <laughs> and, of course, Labrakes. Head to Mates Mode there. Sign up. Through their app, use two flogs, all capitals, one word, to join us in mates mode. Great little community there. Going to bet, bet with Ladbrokes. You. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Did a travel in second place. The Alaya Rose on the inside, Linveld 80. One out, one back, Leona Tiege. And on the inside, three back, Boobarawi Boy and Harding coming three wide. Now we're one step closer, just racing Greeley at the tail end of the field. Heading towards the 600, second quarter, 32-1, 65 for the half. Now he goes full steam ahead, we're one step closer. And he goes forward three wide quickly. Going with the Alaya Rose on the inside, Cop and Eiffel can't go with them. Then in turn behind those between runners where we own a Tijan on the inside, Linville Dainty, and at the tail in the field, we're looking about five or six metres to Boobarawi Boy. I think we're going here. He's not leading the way. It's a liar, Rose. Leads by two metres in second placing. No, I don't think I'll get through. <laughs> Yatesy, where are you? We need you, mate. In front of Liar Rose. Down the outside. Trying hard was one step closer. <laughs> but a Liar Rose wins. Second place. He's gone. We own a teach, and I think, or on the inside, Cop and Eiffel. <laughs> hey, mate. Just a schooner, thanks. And can you chuck on the Flogs in Togs podcast? Welcome back to the Two Flogs podcast. I'm Gibbon, I'm a punter. <laughs> I'm Gibbon, I'm a punter. And together, we are the Flogs in Togs. 
Sports <laughs> edition. That bike was fucked. Mate, how good is it? And it gets better and better. And then, so Yatesy, that's the other call. So they must have called him. He's like, Yatesy, where, where are, are you, you, mate? He must be in the car. We, we he's, in the, he's in the car fanging. <laughs> fanging to get there. Fuck. Hanging out stops. Oh, oh. I'm not going to get there. <laughs> Halfway through, he's like, I'm gone. Yeah, Jimmy oh. Jakes, I think it is the caller. Fuck, yeah. he's good. He's good. Jeez, that's, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, so good. <laughs> how are we, boys? Yeah, up and about, up and about. How? Uh, well, look where we are. We're in the new studio. We are. Uh, yeah, you can probably hear that we're in a new studio because it's echoey as fuck, and we're just <laughs> we're literally sitting on. We're going to call it the Milk Crate Studio uh, because uh, Beetle had one job: pick yeah. up the lounges. Mm. Oh, boy, they're going to Wednesday. Yeah, well, we are. Uh, <laughs> no worries, Kenny Thuckliff. We fucking we record on a Tuesday. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's too bad. But if no, you can put up fun. with it for a week, it's uh, it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I'm sorry, it's a bit echoey, but good no doubt you maniacs are going to message us going, Yeah, it's a bit echoey there. But I've, I've got a massive rug. I went. Uh, I went into Bond. Went to it Suffolk. Is. Went to Suffolk Park today and got a rug. It is. Uh, Curb sort of. I think it's just hay fever from the mat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking already sweating because the aircon's yeah, that loud. The aircon's a bit echoey, so we cut it out. It's a diesel. Just hit the button there. You sure this isn't our first episode? Diesel-powered fucking air con. Here it comes. Listen to her. That sounds okay. Ah, it's fucking old Kenworth. No, I'll just go with it. Well, I'd rather have less sweaty balls and boys listen to a little bit of Harmon and girls listen to a bit of Harmon and then uh, then worry about that. But we are going to – we will get better. So tomorrow all the the furniture comes Mm, and then we'll uh, move on from there. But yeah, we're in. So we've got a name in the studio. We'll get. So to does that. that mean all these mics and they get pushed, or we work this the everything these goes mics around? Every, it. Yeah, with the milk okay. crates. Or, my nuts are sore as shit sitting on these fucking things. We'll we'll They're move. Touching the ground. Well, I had before you got here, you know, I got here first, and I thought, all right, what are we going to do? I thought it was a turkey neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck. So we bought deck chairs. You can't reach the microphone, so I found these things. And I'm like, I set it all up on one table. I'm like, oh, this is cute. We're all on that table. It's all stuck together. It'll be tight. So I've gone gone in the other office and found the chair yeah. and stuck it in here. But, yeah. mate, what about the joint? So we're uh, we, we're, we're downtown Coolangatta. We've, yeah. we've left the bay. Yeah, yeah. Overlooking the water. Across from the beach, yeah. We've let, we are, we are, for any guests that want to come on, we had literally 10 minutes from the Coolangatta airport. Yeah. Like so it's Overlooking water. So imagine how bad our room is when it's 50 bucks a week. But... <laughs> <laughs> but but the best part for you two blokes was still in mighty New South Wales. We're still on the New South Wales side of the border, which I'm very happy with, which was part of my conditions. I went, like, we can go to Cooley, but we're on this side of Griffith Street. <laughs> I can't wait because we've got the uh, 100th episode we're doing Friday night. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. We're going to get fair into it yeah. Friday night, so we'll test the fucking new neighbours out Friday night. We sure will. We yeah. I'm stoked. We're big boys. We've got our own, we've got our own studio. Yeah, we are. Moose. It's good. Well, it's I just want to, on behalf of me and Gibbo, thank you and your wife no um, and your kids for letting us be in the part of your lives yep. for the last nine months. 100%. Um, 12. 12. Oh, yeah, no. well, yeah, well, we didn't get it in February, but do the maths. It's nine. Yeah, I think you meant but, it felt like 12. Yeah. Years. <laughs> and uh, that whole time I did the one shit there. You that was well. two weeks ago. When I tripped and fell down the stairs, <laughs> a couple of those farts were <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. very questionable. Not, yeah, but exactly. now we're in a fifty-fifty. But we're in a smaller room, and we're actually in a studio now, so the farts might get even worse. <laughs> oh, God, but super. we've got our own toilet. I drop. Yeah, that's a yeah, win. Fuck. I'm just worried one day the landlady will be here and I'll drop a warship yeah. in there and just see how that goes. Has anyone been to the toilet? He said, "Oh, I've just done a way. I walked in. You can flush it." <laughs> No, no, I can see that you've been here, mate. Seats <laughs> up. Don't flush. If, it, well, if it's yellow, let it mellow, man. How dehydrated was he? 
no, he's no, probably about a, probably about a six out of ten. So okay. just just in need of a glass. Get some. Fluids I, I, in I run. Room. I run the fluids. I yeah. run the fluids a fair bit. Yeah. But mate, yeah. So yeah, all good. So here, so all happening. We do have some names that we're going to have to get through from the. Uh, and we'll yeah. release that on our hundredth episode, which is next Friday. Yeah. We're going to release our hundredth episode, and we will have the naming of the new studio. Yeah, we're punching them out. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, fuck yeah. 100 episodes. Yeah. Jesus. Nuts. This is 97. <laughs> Look at us go. <laughs> All right, buy and sell. Right. Gibby, what do you got, man? Buy and sell, mate. I'm buying our Ladbrokes Mates mode. Now, That's mm. yes, that's a plug for the sponsor, but shout out to Coops. I reckon he's this week's winner. Jeezy was on fire. Oh, he was, was on fire. We got, um, mate, I reckon he had five or six winners. Um one of mine, one in Brizzy. Scotty Scheffler won two weeks in a row. We've got the you, golf you winner. You were that confident. You told me yesterday you went, <laughs> Scheffler will win. We'll be collecting. Yeah, we'll be collecting. Yeah, you put the mortgage on it. Um, and also, I threw up a little $10 multi Saturday morning before I went to this wedding and that got up too. So Yeah, right. Yeah, Coops had, Coops had it about another five. Heaps of other blokes got you winners a, as well. You had a racing multi? Yeah. Paid. Yeah, four of them got up about 10 bucks 50 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that and there was... There was about six or seven really good winners on Saturday yeah, night. Well, was, yeah, yeah, at least, yeah. And then yeah. a couple again the next day. And it all spreads out, like you said, race to yeah. always goes good. Everyone's um morning wood. Mate, there's one there's one in there. <laughs> morning wood goes Moose doing Spanish thing. So I want to ask a question here. You're on the spot. Yeah. What's your mate mode uh, handle there, Moose, in the mates mode? Uh big dick sixty nine. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Look me in the eye and tell me that you're not in there yet. I'm not in there. There you go. <laughs> I knew it. I'll, I'll get it done this weekend. And this is why you don't get paid anymore. I've, I'll I've get it met, done this weekend. Thank you. What about every single day, Cuckoo Yeah, cuckoo. with a bird face goes in and um, – oh, no, just writes. Yeah, sorry, it's a – I forget the actual name of it. And just writes Cuckoo. It's like a pigeon head or like a bird head. Just says hello. Yeah, orange glaze. It's orange, orange glaze. glaze and just says <laughs> Cuckoo. Just says hello. Yeah. Doesn't That's our bird. Nothing else just says cuckoo. That's our pigeon. That's Checks our me pigeon. every day. I scroll through to see what's been said. And there, oh, it's cuckoo. <laughs> oh, I've got actually, I've got a retraction. Our new pigeon trainer. Yep. Yeah, his name's Watsy. Uh, Watsy. Yeah, I called him, um, what did I call him last week for about oh, 10 minutes? We've had that many. He messaged me the next day and he goes, mate, it's Watsy. He went, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no nothing. worries, Smithy. Yeah. But he's from... Yeah. <laughs> He's from Danoon. He's a fucking legend. So yeah, we did. Yeah, we like. Yeah, we yeah, we've got a bit, few bit of, bit of news coming up. Hundredth episode. I got a bit of news on the pigeon front. <sighs> so we're, we're looking forward to it. The cow cutter night. We've got to go to. So um, and my cell, my cell this week is just there's just a saturation of cricket. We've talked about it before. World Cup was great, um, but then straight into this, like Australia sent half their team. Both, both of them did. Yeah. Now West Indies and England are playing. Like it's a, where. Um, West Indies, well, beat, West, West Indies beat them. I can't. I don't know where. No, it was someone at. else beat England the other day. Too. West, Indies, West Indies definitely West beat Indies? them with about an over to go. Yeah, yeah, um, they're going well, England. So I mean, it's just I get it, but it's just we got the women's BBL as well. Just yeah, finished the it's final. just so much of it. As well. Just so much of it. I think after the World Cup, you just have take a breath. But when anyway, does our BBL? It must be. Yeah, it'll be so kicking yeah, off real soon. Next week. Next week. The week after. Go the heat. Yeah. I went and bought a June. I bought an aerial for the for for Shirley May the caravan, so I can watch the um. Boxing Day test, so we set up, we set oh, up Boxing excellent. Day. So, yeah, so you're going to be able to watch that. What do you got buying and selling? Well, buying and selling. Well, I'm back at that mates mode as well. Like, yeah, yep. fair call, Gibbo. But there is a, we've got something coming up next year sometime and in the next year. Yep. You have to be on our mates mode to get an exclusive ticket to our mates mode day. We're off to a pub. <laughs> and we're going, we're, going to, we're going to a pub. We're going to get fucking. Is confirmed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Do they, know, like, do they know about like, it? Yeah, <laughs> it's in there. They will. They will. Yeah. So we're off to a pub. But the only way you can come to our mates mode is if mates mode day is if you're in our mates mode. Right? And Roadster, you are a dead set elbow licker. You're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of that bloke. Uh, so we'll, how do you block people on um, Spotify so he doesn't know when we're going? I'm a bit worried about meeting this guy. Mate, he's going to tip us all the winners. Yeah, no, he's good. He's real good. So, yeah, so mates mode, get in there because next year down the track, down the track, yeah. we, uh, oh, we boom, literally boom. have a day at a pub uh, and you will only be able to be there if you are a mates mode yep. member. And um, Gibbo won't be there. He's got a wedding on that weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure, man, Moose. Yeah, convenient. Because you'll be, be unveiled, Moose. You'll be unveiled after this. So be, the boxing be, night will be yeah, exposing you. Yeah, so you'll, be be, you'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be front and center. I'll have a big red coat on. Show me a beer. I'll be like a Ladbroke Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, you're not. No, you drive. You, you, you're the paid help. Uh, notice no gust tonight either. No. There's not enough room in here. No, you didn't tell him the address. I didn't tell him the address. I did notice. I didn't feel like someone was looking back at my head. There's not enough room for him to creep around. When the lounges are in, it'll <laughs> yeah. be all right. But the way, the desk, it just wasn't enough room, mate. We just just we honestly do sit there as he's, he just walks around the room. And we're looking on what like in your head. We're, <laughs> we're all making eye contact each other. What the fuck are you going to do way, now? We what just you continue our conversations, but all three of us are watching, watching us. No one's looking at each other. Everyone <laughs> looking at him. And it's not like he's a panther. It's not like he fucking. It's not a little boy. <laughs> and it's like he's in the corner, just like his moose had all these cricket bats. He's in there going. Shaking cricket bats on <laughs> He hasn't got a lot of room to wander here, so no. I'm worried about where yeah, he's no. going to end up. He's but we do a, have a, hole in the new a lounge suite coming. I just hopefully he just lays on the lounge yeah. on the three seater. It's not going to get used until we get. In Maybe once he gets a camera set up, we just give him some Fenergan and then <laughs> then wake him up when he's got to go home. <laughs> Jano reckons I grew up on it. She reckons Fenugan it was like, like we all did. She reckons it was like orange juice. Yeah, we all grew up on Fenergan. Well, hit him with that. Puts you straight to sleep. Shout out to Jano too. Sorry, just yeah, she to it. yeah, she got a new knee. So, but plenty of people on uh, OnlyFans touch base. She's a bit of a star there. So, shout out to Jano. OnlyFans. Only fans. Oh, only fans. <laughs> Only flogs. Watch Geno's only, only fans handwork. Yeah. Give her a fucking oh, share. Oh. Mom, get your feet out of the curry tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, she's, going, she's going good. I'm going to go uh, pop up and see her tomorrow. How long so. till she skates again? Yeah, yeah. I saw her. Uh, she was down the half. Oh, oh she's stop it. <laughs> we my Mrs. Rachel. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Do what you said. <laughs> what about your she brother? She said your she, actual <laughs> quote, the text message was, what the fuck are you doing, Jano? You're off your tits. <laughs> That's the skate park. That's what my missus wrote right She there. was hanging loose. Yeah. All right, sorry. Now, what are you selling? Oh, well, me and Moose organised an episode with Ben, Fuck Jan, and Cut Blair. it out. <laughs> Fucking cut it out. <laughs> I want to see this Ben bloke <laughs> and, and, and Mo- uh, Goose together. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking love No elbows will be dry. <laughs> Oh mate, uh, hey, I'm sell? buying. I'm buying Jordan Love. I'm yeah, buying Jordan I knew Love. this was coming. So, so basically, for the, for those people that aren't, um, don't know anything about the NFL football, Jordan Love is a Green Bay Packer. I am a massive. I'm a bigger Packer fan than what I am a fucking Dragons fan. Like I love the <laughs> NFL. I live for it. Um, basically, when you're an, when you're an NFL quarterback, you basically come out of college and you sit for three, sometimes up to three to four seasons behind the main quarterback in your team. Mm-hmm. You learn your trade and you might not ever played for that team. Yeah. Then they will draft you off to somewhere else. You'll end up <laughs> not playing in the NFL. You can be yeah. the best quarterback coming out of college. Yep. But if you go to somewhere like the Packers where they had Aaron Rodgers, yep. you've got to wait for a knee to snap or yep. for him to retire. And that's what Love did. He hung on. Now, 
there's so this is this is what my bias for Jordan Love. And it's across the board. It's not I'm using him as an example. Yeah. This is a young bloke that's stuck to his guns, done his best, trained hard, went to every session because Rogers didn't train a lot yep. with the main team. He, he was preserving his age and stuff. Yep. So this is this is proof that if you fucking hang on to your dream, stick to your guns, train hard and play and ignore and I'm getting straight into my selling here. Ignore the fucking world that telling you you're yeah. going to fail and wishing that you fail. You yeah. what the hell is? <laughs> it's fucking hot in here. It's going to be a Swedish sword in here. Turn it on. No, I'm that's, taking my pencil. No, turn it on. Get him on. Get him on. Turn that button. Turn that button. Right, Flogs, you're going to hear the aircon. I'm sweating my ring out here. Wiggles concert comes to mind. So, yeah, so straight into my cell is people that just fucking rubbish. People have no idea what they're about. So there was Packers fans out there going, this guy's rubbish, this kid's rubbish, and blah, blah, blah. He has now got this year, just this year, yeah. he's got better stats than Mahone. Yeah. He's got exactly the same stats as Mahone other than he's throwing. Like, fuck. And you only, the thing is, too, like you can sit there three years and they can say you're getting heaps of rotation in training and, you know, you're, getting, yeah. you're, you're running plays at training, which they all do. But there's nothing like game time. Back Same as it, it's yep. nothing like getting out there and playing. So, so people like him when they do get the go. It's not going to be go out there and some of them do. Some of them go out and just yeah. kill it from the start. But most of the time, you are just going to get better yeah. and better. Like quarterbacks, you know, most of them are better at the back end of their career than start. They just, they just, they just get more time. They but know he, what they're doing. He must have a strong. So he'll only get better. But he must have a strong brain because oh, he yeah. didn't let them get into him. Yeah. Because fuck, he was copping it. You yeah. Know what I mean, like he was copping it and. And that's my buy and sell. And that just goes across any sport or any anything in particular. Like if you're a shit fucking second-year chippy and your boss is going, you're just a shit, you're not fucking – and you stick to it and fucking fuck you, man. You just get better and better and better and better and better. And yeah. this, this is what this bloke did in the NFL. And now he's – well, I don't know if – I don't think the Packers are going to make the playoffs because they had a really rough – because he, he was finding his feet start yeah. of the year. And now he's on – he's throwing fucking Hail Marys, you know, a third of the field and just hitting blokes on the on the chest, yeah, like unreal. So, for me, my buy and sell is one thing together, and it's like yep. stick to your guns, fuck the haters, boys, girls, girls too. Like just fucking move on. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. You got, you you got, got any buy and sell? No, more of a a point for discussion, okay, uh, than a than okay. a buy and sell. So, Rugby Australia has oh. um, brought in obviously after two years of trial oh, I know a where new you're going. height limit for yeah. tackles. So. Previously, it was anything over the shoulder was the no-go zone yep. um, to try and combat head-to-head collisions. But now Rugby Australia has dropped it to lower sternum. than the sternum. So anything below the waist is, a, um, is now a hip drop. So <laughs> you can only hit, hit <laughs> Between the, the sternum and hip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's that thing like oh, you're taking contact out of contact sport. Mm. What, what's your sort of... Mate, oh, I just think they're wrecking the game. Oh, <laughs> it's already wrecked. Oh, look... I might take it different. I haven't actually thought too much about it. I did hear the headline, knew where you were going with it. Yep. I haven't thought about it, but I think what could fix rugby league, not fix it, there's nothing wrong with it. Union. But, yeah, I know it's union, but I think league could take I, – I reckon it's not a bad one. If it's going to – if you hit legs – see, league's just gone from – in the old days it was always – Elbow to the forehead. Hit the legs, hit the legs. It was always mm-hmm. one-on-one, but now yeah, it, that just gives a quick play the ball. You're going to get sent off for holding legs. Yeah, well, they get up too quick, drop. they score. So what they do now is first contact is high, second contact's just below. They twist your turtle on your back. They stand up with you on the ground. Then you've got to get up, defensive line set, move up, make yeah, a tackle. Yeah, yeah. 
if it goes back to going lower, if you have to tackle from sternum down in rugby league, all of a sudden that makes the play the ball that little bit quicker, gains a bit faster. I, I'm interested. I'm not saying it's a good thing or bad thing, but I'm really interested to see how – and rugby would be an even quicker game like that. You know what I mean? You ruck them all down. You only, you only got to be at the back of the ruck. You don't have to be 10 metres back. I think I'm, it, I'm interested. Won't it be a penalty-a-thon? Yeah, yeah. That, thing is, that, it's that only in Australia, though. It's only in Australia. Is it really? No, nah, nah, so they've done these trials um, around <laughs> the world and the data came back, so they had a 30% reduction. They did a two-year trial. Yeah. Um, 30% less concussions in South Africa. And France had, um, just reading it here, 64% reduction in, in head. <laughs> How can you tell if someone in France hasn't got a head that is a, that is a That is a good point, though. The penalties could just be outrageous. Yeah, that's like, what I'm worried about. They, it could be... It could be every third tackle. Like, yeah. how, how often do we see blokes in the head accidentally at the moment? A fair fucking bit. Like, they yeah, just step yeah. off their left foot, someone's I, going right. Imagine, a ta- imagine drawing a tackle and you even, hit them. Even the person with the ball dropping down in the tackle. I don't think the speed yeah. of rugby league in the NRL would allow for it to happen because the, the refs blow the piss out of it now. Imagine, yeah. fuck imagine a winger running to the... Try line, fullback coming across. He steps wait. inside, gets and you lose on the shoulder. You lose a grand gets final because you, you hit him under the yeah, under the underarm. Fuck. You'd be I, I can't wait for the flog line. What's the flog line number? Fucking Zimbo monster. Fuck Gibbo. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> no, I, I think I've just evened it out there. I, I don't know. I, I'm interested. I'm glad rugby are doing it first. I'm all so against it. So it doesn't ruin the league if it doesn't work. I think back in the fucking spear. Survival of the fittest. Bring back he means the head hunting. high. He means well. He means well. <laughs> bring back the head high. No, nah, I'm all for no head contact. That's cool. I think the shoulder charge is weak as piss. I think you should be allowed to shoulder charge low. I think if, if you yeah, like, mate, to more. get rid of like a winger's bolting down the sideline, I think you should be allowed to come in shoulder buried mate, and hit him, in, yeah, hit him in. I'm the more thigh. With shoulder charge. And but if, not and if the, the head, head like, and if um, you yeah. do hit the head, well, you're I think you get you're set. in trouble. You but I think set, if yeah. you can, if you can, you telling me one these wingers now who are diving and making these big spectacular tries, which is great for TV, and I yeah. love watching it myself. Yeah. But if you're belting down the sideline and you get this big old prop fucking covering <laughs> and comes across and just can't get his hands on you, but just barrels you over like a like a shoulder charge. Yeah. To the to shout, oh, shoulder down, mate. Nothing Play better. On. Than, nothing better than the front yeah. row versus front row. Shoulder, shoulder charge. charge. I miss yeah. the shoulder charge. Yeah, I don't miss the head knocks that it was yeah, causing yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. trouble that it was causing. Like I was only joking there, you fucking lunatic. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. do. Yeah, I do miss the contact. Yeah, I like the shoulder charge. I miss the contact. <clears throat> I really do. I like the shoulder charge. Yeah. All right. First one. A little bit of NRL news. Not uh, nothing major. I wouldn't think. But the first headline was Tigers Luai Chase comes at a cost. Manly Utility weighs up early exit. All the transfer whispers. This is Fox News. West Tigers are all in on their pursuit of Jerome Luai, which means going cold on another recruitment target um, who was uh, Justin Ollum. So they were looking at Justin Ollum, yeah. And now they're going to go all in on Luai, so they might miss him. Think Which, you, you'd come up empty-handed and have no one. Exactly at the end of it. right, and, and they've done it before. Need, yeah, they do need to land some sort of signings. Yeah, it's been revealed last month that Tigers were in negotiations with Olam over immediate move that would have happened would have opened the door uh, for Bloor to sign with the Storm. So it was going to be like a, a sort of swap we had with Sean Bloor. Um, but according to News Corp, those talks have been put on hold as the Tigers put an all attention and energy into the Luai chase. He comes off contract at the end of 2024, meaning he's been a free agent uh, to negotiate with since November 1. Tigers reportedly tabled a four-year offer to be worth $1.125 million a season. Now, you know what that equals? Too much. 
Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> too what, much. That's a lot of money. He's not worth one point one two five. That is a decent seven beside him to make him fucking. Mate, they are, they deserve what they get if they buy him for that. The thing is, they've got that much money sitting in their salary cap. They're struggling down the bottom. Buy someone who can help you. I don't reckon he can go to another club and have the impact that some people think he'll have. I, and I think at one point one two five, that is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That is nuts. That's put that puts him right in the players. upper echelon plus of two players. Yeah, plus mate. two players. The thing is, what, what would you yeah. do if you're Benji Marshall? You literally got all eyes on you. Coaches now only get one or two cracks at it, maybe. Look, at the end of the day, you got to go back to again the Dragons. You go back to the Dragons. You go back to Ben Hunt signing for a million dollars from the Broncos after they lost that grand final. And that was big money back then. A million dollars for seven years was huge, and Dragons fans went off their fucking head. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, he, he's a nine, and you've put him at seven for a million dollars a fucking year. The, I reckon... To be this, fair, he's probably been your best player for yeah, six well, yeah, years. I'm not arguing about yeah. it. I think yeah. it's worked off perfectly. I think yeah. without him, we would have been a lot, a lot yeah, fucking true. worse. True. Um, like, that's fine. But at the time, there was such controversy over it and blah, blah, blah. I think this Luai thing is way bigger than that Ben Hunt signing. Oh, this is... This is nuts. That, that I actually... The thing is, if I, you I'd read these land... headlines. I hadn't read that it was 1.125 a year. That is... That is outrageous. Good luck to him. Yeah, mate. Nothing, nothing against him if he takes it. If they're going to offer it, you take it. You take. He should be taking it. That's just hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's crazy money. Um, Raiders future. Uh, Raiders future is up in the air. Corey Hawira. Hawira Nia. Hawira Nia. He's not good at form. Uh, he's set no. to take a big step in determining his playing future. With uh, News Corp reporting, the Raiders forward. We'll have an important meeting in January. The 28-year-old suffered a seizure on the field in May and hasn't played since. Um, he's facing yeah, the prospect bad, of his career being over after a meeting with specialists this week, uh, but he'll have more uh, to clar- more clarity around it following the meeting. Um, yeah, the Raiders are preparing for it. Um, he's said to be earning around 600000 a season and has two years remaining on his contract. Yeah, so that's he, he'd be a... He'd be a loss. He's a good Huge player. Loss. He's a good Huge player. Loss. Very good player. That's mm. um, that's pretty much it. The other headline there was they were just talking about the Kiwis, um, New Zealand's test team with Wayne Bennett declaring the door is certainly open for me. <laughs> How old is Wayne Bennett? I think he's killing it. Seventy six or something. Nine, Ninety seven. He, he doesn't care. <laughs> he just, oh, he just wants to coach twenty four seven. He doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. good on him. Do you know what? Because once he stops, he dies. I'm not being silly. Those old blokes, they're like old workers, like those old tough blokes that just yeah. work and work yeah, yeah, and work. Yeah. And they get in their retire. 80s and 80s, then they retire and they last a year, then they're dead. Yeah. So I reckon Wayne Bennett, as long as he's got his marbles and his health and he's fit, fucking mate, you coach as long as you can, big fella. Yeah. Who are we to sit here, three fat fellas and, well, well two fat fellas well, and, and Moose. I agree. And, and, and say, agree. oh, Wayne Bennett's too old. Like I reckon he's a genius. He's a fucking genius. And oh, he, totally he's agree. just a man manager. That's And everyone I know that has had anything to do with him, they say he's a good coach, but he's an unbelievable bloke. man manager. Yeah, they reckon he's a great just bloke. Just a man manager. Yeah. Knows exactly how to treat each person if they need a little. <laughs> There's one thing that's always pissed me off about Wayne Bennett. When he was offered a fuck ton of money to coach New South Wales, he goes, nah, Queenslander. Then he went and coached New Zealand a year later. I'm like, you fucking Australian, though. <laughs> yeah, in England. Yeah. In England, yeah. we were, he will not coach no, New South Wales. No, he no, goes, no, so, yeah, Not enough money in the you world. You both get it. <laughs> Fuckheads. <laughs> All right. Mate, Let's... I've got one here about the Indian police arresting um, young Indian fans for celebrating when um, Pakistan beat India. But 
I'm not going to go into it. I'll let the flogs go because I just went through it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. It, it's, it's very much. Okay. Um, the comment's good. It's a political um, situation and, and uh, a religious-based thing. So we're not going to touch it as I was going to, but I do think people should go and listen. It's, it's, it, it just gives you an indication of, fuck, we're lucky we live where we live. And, uh, yeah, the risk of our new studio getting burned to the fucking ground, I'm not touching that. Okay. <laughs> you go Okay, mate. <laughs> Gonna like that. Uh, we don't talk much NBL here. Uh, NBL travel schedule slammed by Adelaide 36ers after a heavy defeat against uh, Tasmania. I still can't believe they're called the Jack Jumpers. Um, now, this is, this is interesting. I, I can definitely see both sides of it. Adelaide 36ers coach CJ Burton... Have has hit out at the NBL scheduling after a heavy loss on the road to Tasmania two days after a game in New Zealand. The 36 has slumped to a 94-59 defeat, their ninth from 13 starts this season on Saturday night at Hobart's Derwent Entertainment Centre. So to start off with, they're going horrible. So that could be half of the problem, but that is a mad defeat. And when you hear what happened, like, it comes after a loss to New Zealand breakers in Christchurch on Thursday, the club's first match back uh, from the fever break. So that, they did actually come on a break. But yeah. Burton said his team woke up at 4 a.m. to get to Christchurch and left New Zealand at 1 a.m. to return <sighs> to Australia to go to Hobart. My eyes were stinging. It was it was always going to be a tough task. Clearly the result and scoreline shows that. Um, That's a tough turnaround. Yeah. yeah, it is. They described the scheduling as poorly done by the NBL saying a lack of sleep had taken its toll. Uh, this is their star. He said, I played in college. I've played everywhere. This was probably the worst road trip I've had in a long time, he said. I'm not trying to shit on anyone or anything, but when you've got to get up at 4 a.m., I didn't sleep two nights ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's not an excuse to jack jump as a world coach, and if we're going to do this type of road trip, I would have loved to have played Sunday. Um, Vazlovic? who has won two NBA championships for the Sydney King, said the league should investigate other transport options or give us a private jet to fly, for real. Uh, you talk about being one of the best leagues in the world, don't treat your athletes like this. So you really do see both sides. Well, I do. I see both sides. Like It's it's a ridiculous ask. It sounds like the best team wouldn't have been able to do that no, and win. Just fuck New Zealand off. But they are obviously going, <laughs> they are obviously going shit. So it's a bit the of jack both. Jumpers. It's a, no, no, Jack Jumpers are going good, the, yeah, the 36ers. The 36ers, yeah. They're going yeah. shit. So it, it makes it worse, but it does. I mean, if you're That's leaving tough. at four, then leaving at one. It's... Well, if you don't sleep yeah. for a whole 24-hour <laughs> yeah, period. Not great for Two a... days later, you're still tired. Not great for a professional athlete. No, no. Well, you do it all the time. You seem to go all right. <laughs> <laughs> You've bounced back for Tuesday. Oh, I'd right? hate to see me shooting threes after a weekend. <laughs> I reckon Monday would be the day next week to see how you go. I reckon we've got a big weekend coming we up. Do. We do. Fuck yeah. me. We've got, some, we've got a bit on this weekend. We do. That'll be fucking interesting to see how you go oh, from there. Yeah, I'm trying to say, Rutten, I've just lined up what, probably three straight days next weekend. Oh, that's this, that's this that's week. That's this week. Oh, fuck's sake. This is Friday, Sunday. Oh, Put shit. Put yourself together. It's what are you doing Sunday? What have I got? You're not doing nothing Sunday, have you? Huh? Nah, I'll probably go Sunday. Ah! But- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm not right. going to the races. Quinny can get fucked. Anyway. <laughs> Tweed River Jockey Club, get down there. No. <laughs> Go to the Gold Coast Turf Club. Get down there. Fuck Quinny. <laughs> bloody hierarchy down there. Oh, yeah, he slippers a couple of free tickets. Oh, yeah, slippers a couple of free tickets to the races, would you? Oh, I couldn't possibly do it. Then jumps on a group chat and offers an entire football club free entry. 
that I'm the fucking vice president of. He's dead to me. Bring back Bernie. I'm starting. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to placard the races. Bring back Bernie. Even Bernie used to give me free tickets. Yeah. You'll get them. You should get the good ones. I'm sure. not going. You can get fucked. <laughs> Mate, he only sits in boxes now. <laughs> yeah, well, give, give me a box. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nah, fuck him. All right, in bigger news, fuck Damien Quinn. Right, here we go. <laughs> Hope your team loses in Fiji. <laughs> ah, I love him. He knows I love him. Still out there fucking lose. Fuck him. He needs to be You're down a pig. Bernie wouldn't have done this to his mates. Hope your year nine girls get beat. <laughs> yeah, he's coaching a year nine girls team in Fiji and I've just put sure. the mockers on them. I feel terrible. Oh, the reverse mocker on you. Oh, they probably win now. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome, Damien. Yeah, you're welcome. You're yeah. fucking welcome. Just help your coaching career, mate. <laughs> How do you kick him out of that group chat? He doesn't even come in here anymore. And that bloody, it's what's that other bloke name? Phil? Feral? Swirl. Cyril. Fucking off. He hasn't been in here for ages. He's been invited a lot. Lord Farquhar. The only Farquhar. The only bloke that does come in here is fucking old. Like a waddle. Little fucking champion of the bit. You're going to know the address tomorrow, so you'll probably turn up next Tuesday. Oh, Christ. He's due. We'll get Cyril once he's got accommodation. Yeah. Well, Cyril's fucking. He could sleep here. He could sleep here. We've got lounges coming. We'll help you out. So we're thinking of you, Cyril, mate. Yeah, we're not even having a joke about that, bud. We hope everything all works out well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah. Um, Jerry scores goalie goal. Penguins rally past Lightning. So the first time in a long fucking time a goalkeeper has scored in the NHL. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's obviously very rare. So just go down there. Wow. Mitch. So Tristan Jarry scored in the Pittsburgh Penguins 4-2 win against the Tampa Bay Lightning at, a, at Amelie Arena on Thursday night with the Penguins leading by a goal and Tampa Bay goalie Andrea oh. – oh, here we go. Andrea Velovizicki. She said, I'll go, Will. Uh, pulled for an extra attacker. So basically they've pulled the goalie off. No wonder he scored. <laughs> As a goalie, I would have loved to have been pulled off a few more times in my career. Uh, so they've pulled – so basically <laughs> – oh, fuck, no, I realised what I said then I went half. Oh, so basically they've pulled the goalie off um, to make – to put more attackers on the, on the on the ice to try and win this game. Yep. So Jerry made a save. So the other – the Penguins goalies made a, made a cracking save. Lifted the puck with his stick, just get rid of that, and scored from the crease into an empty net at 18.52 in the third period. So he's basically just, he's got it, dropped it, and just flung it, and it, no one was home. It was kind of perfect scenario, Jerry said. They dumped it right on the net and didn't even have to stop it. 
I just shot it right in the fly and it ended up going in. That's unreal. Jerry became the 14th different goalie to score in the NHL and the first in Penguin history. The most recent score was Linus Olmack for the Boston Bruins, and, a th- oh, and I'm, a, I'm a Bruins fan, uh, in a 3-1 against Vancouver Canucks in February 2023. So it's twice this season. So it's fucking unheard of if it's oh, happened. Yeah. It's the 17th goalie in history, uh, including the Stanley Cup, Cup playoffs. Martin Broder scored three times. For the new, yeah, he was a devil. New, new Jersey Devil. And Ron Hextel scored twice for the Philadelphia Flyers. Mate, that's it's it's pretty pretty wild for a keeper to be scoring on yeah, that's, fucking. That's unreal. That's crazy. I scored one goal in my whole life. <laughs> one goal in my whole life against Barry Vars playing an All Stars Reserve grade. Um, in your, something in your happened. Kit? No, no, no. Something happened, and I didn't play in the goals. So that I, I don't know why, but anyway, I ended up playing in the forwards. I think we were. We might have. It might have been like a doesn't matter game for the finals or something. So I got put in there, and a kid might have jumped in the goals. I can't remember. And um, yeah, I scored a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Seeing you run up the field and you fucking fool. There was no fucking run. <laughs> there was the no run. And someone passed marvelous. to me. I was on the spot, shut my eyes, well, touched my a... stick, went in the net, and I was like, holy shit, have a go at that. <laughs> I come out of the circle. I did a figure yeah, eight nah. around the center. There's too many people that listen to this pod that know I'm full of pulled shit. His pants, <laughs> pulled his pants down as I run down past him. <laughs> I scored like last year. I scored a couple this year. Nothing this year, but last year. Oh, did I score this year? I think I did score this year. Last year, I scored a couple, but like when I was playing like proper, like when I was playing in the day, yeah. I scored one goal my entire fucking career. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, fuck me. Moose just flicked that bloody. Thing this has probably been the biggest headline all week. <clears throat> now I know people are gonna people are gonna get a little horn that I'm um, reading this, but uh, I have have to admit it was a decent sort of headline. We both put it in the we did in we the both chat put at the same it, time. He's tag teamed it. Yeah, oh, ah, he's got me. He's got Australian me. Australian great test great Mitchell Johnson slams David Warner over Hero's send off. Retired fast bowler Mitchell Johnson has launched an extraordinary attack on David Warner over his former Australian teammate's farewell test series. Johnson has criticised what he's described as Warner's hero send-off, opening up old wounds from the ball-tampering controversy in the explosive newspaper column. Warner had expressed his desire to finish his Red Bull career on home soil when Australia faces Pakistan in the third and final test of the series at the SCG. On Sunday morning, he was named in the squad. Johnson and Warner played together for Australia for more than five years, including uh, 2013-14 Ashes Whitewash and a 2015 one-day World Cup victory. As we prepare for David Warner's farewell series, can someone please tell me why, Johnson wrote in the West Australian prior to the Australian squad announcement, why a struggling test opener gets to nominate his own retirement date and why a player at the centre of one of the biggest scandals in Australian cricket history warrants a hero's send-off. Johnson went further, criticising Warner over his involvement in the infamous Sandpaper Gate scandal in South Africa that earned him a 12-month ban. Although Warner wasn't alone in Sandpaper Gate, he was at the time a senior member of the team and someone who liked to use his perceived power as a leader, Johnson wrote. Oh, um, Johnson's wrote all this. Yeah, yeah, a whole lot, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The handling of Warner in recent years, who played with Bailey and all... Oh, so he's also... Johnson's also... Um, targeted the chairman of selectors, George Bailey, in his column. I like George Bailey. The handling of Warner in recent years, who played with Bailey in all three forms, raises the question of whether Bailey was simply too quickly out of playing and into the job and too close to some of the players Johnson wrote. Uh, Bailey said he was aware of the comments, um, saying a few people sent it to him. But, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, then he gets so, stuck in the Candace as well yeah. <laughs> for labeling the staunch support of her husband weird and cringy. Wow, she's got to support. Like, Candace has to support a fella. That's you. You can't go after her. He, she's got to. What if she just comes here and she goes, "Your husband's a dickhead." I agree with Johnson. She's not going to do that. I haven't heard much from. It's been a while. Laba Shane and Smith misses or. Hazelwood's oh, well, yeah. misses, yeah, or okay. Yeah, okay. Well, you put it like that. <laughs> but uh, like he comes out and he says, Warner only managed two scores over fifty and averaged twenty nine with the bat across a largely underwhelming ten innings during the um, Ashes series. I'll, so, t- I'll tell you what happens. What have I, I've been saying it all along. Flat track Australia. He'll he'll hit a hundred in the first test and probably the spot. second and third test. And, so, and play another year. Like we'll, get, we'll hit, nah, we'll hit 450 or 500 declared, nearly at 150 in a couple of games. What he should have done, <laughs> what, the way he should have handled it is go, is go, if I get picked in the upcoming test in Australia, yeah. it will be my last test series. Series, exactly. If I get picked. Not, <laughs> exactly. I'm retiring in Sydney. Not Davey's way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he sort of fucked it up. Boys. Look, but uh, so um, Warney, McGrath, Langer, Hayden, all them blokes declared when they were going to retire. Gilchrist, they all declared when they were going to retire. But they fucking could. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They da- they were guys. Martin, Damien Martin was the only one who didn't get to. Oh, yeah, that's right. He just disappeared. Yeah. He's, halfway through a series. He's working in Byron in the kitchen, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's shuffling. I wonder if you'll play this weekend for me. <laughs> So I'm going to come up. I'm going to bring this up. I just want to, before I get to my, you finish there, Gip. No, yeah, done. Before yeah. I get to, while we're on the cricket, before I get to my next thing, I was sitting here before and I'm, I'm fucking around because I, I, I got here by myself and my dad and did all this by myself without you blokes here. Um, only because I, I didn't tell either of you I was coming. <laughs> I, just, I just went, I'd just rather do this by myself. So I came here and then I sat down and I organised my run sheet for tonight. And I'm sitting here and, and I've got my music on in my ears running through the road cars. I haven't listening to the Moose's phone rings. On company time, personal call. But anyway, we'll get to that another time. Um, and I actually said, it's a personal call. He's like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but what it was, a bloke's rung him. And the cricket chat, I'm sitting here just having all this. I couldn't hear his mate. And he's going, what about Robbo? Nah, funeral. He's like, oh, no good. Don't ask him. No, we can't. Like, like, he's like, what about, uh, what about Macca? Nah, fishing. <laughs> Oh, what about such and such? Got that dicky knee. I'm like, it's like watching the fucking, like watching that movie Cracker Jack. Yeah, yeah. Who's Phil? Be? Oh, well, he does the cuckoo fucking here. There's another one that was like Paul. And I said, oh, fuck. No. Yeah, it was, yeah. And then the best one was you go, what about Dave's mate? Nah, he's a fucking, <laughs> fuck him. And it was like all these different names and, and like, you're struggling with a team, mate. I yeah, love third grade. I love it's third. Always, it always happens coming into cricket. It's too hot. Into it's just, yeah, yeah, it's December. too hot. Too many. It's too hot. Christmas, Christmas parties yeah. and work functions. And yeah. Oh, just sitting here going through. I'm just sitting here in the background just having a giggle. Just going, oh, this is I'll so funny. I'll get 12 players by Saturday. Work party. Do you hear about the, the, the Taco Bell one overseas? Yeah. No. Yeah. What else? We'll Google it. We'll Google it for the next massive, one. No, no, do it now. We're already talking about it. Massive orgy. That a Christmas party. <laughs> I think they blacken the windows out. They put covered like... Yeah, they covered all the cameras and that. Suing, and suing. they, um, yeah, so yeah, one of them, she uh, she brought the dip or something, and she ducked outside for a dart and come back in and um, the Taco Bell orgy. And, and, and one of the workers was chock a block with the missus. His missus, his missus was there with him. Here but, it is. But I think Read the, it out, mate. A bit, here we go. Uh, so how do we make this sport? So uh, <laughs> uh, sex. Well, uh, sec, to be fair, sex should be a sport. It should be the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, it should be in the Olympics. Um. All right, ex-employee sues Taco Bell I'd after be reporting group sex act at holiday party. Um, so where do we go? Uh, was it? Is it? Cut us off. 
Let's what? cut us off. It went oh, we've got to pay. But yeah, anyway, she's come. She's come back in. There might be another one there. We might be able to find it. I think she's. Got, I think she's gone out for a dart or something. Come back in and everyone's um, ridden. And yeah, they, or one of them was the missus. I think, that, and a couple of other people sort of joined in, like a bit, a bit of an orgy. She's like. I don't know if she's angry she wasn't invited or if she just got a shock, but she. Um, I don't know if you want to walk back in and see everyone just chalk a block. Yeah, well, I don't, the one that there I. It is. The one go that I. Up. There it is. <laughs> Here we go. Get rid of that block thing there, take that X out of it, and let you back. A Christmas go. party at Taco Bell in San Pedro descended into an alcohol fueled night of debauchery in 2022, with one employee engaged in sex with his wife in front of the others while his wife was seen kissing the restaurant supervisor and another woman, alleges a lawsuit filed. By a former cashier, uh, Alana Beecham, uh, who worked for Taco Bell less than a year, said in the lawsuit filed last week in Los Angeles that she endured threats and vandalism from co-workers for reporting what happened and was so overcome with stress and anxiety that she resigned days later. Beecham, who is seeking unspecified damages, is suing Taco Bell Corp., um, a Colorado company that owns San Pedro restaurant franchise and former supervisor Lydia Ruiz. Taco Bell declined to comment on the allegations. So while we don't own or manage the location, the franchise who owns the operate this franchise have shared that they take these claims very seriously. Employees were encouraged to bring food to the potluck-style buffet where alcohol would be served. Uh, Beecham brought guacamole and attended with her sister and her sister's significant other. They both got fucked and she didn't and she's filthy. <laughs> That's suit, what happened. The suit alleges that when Beecham arrived at the restaurant, she noticed that Ruiz had covered the windows with wrapping paper and had also covered security cameras inside the lobby. During the party, several Taco Bell employees were allegedly overserved alcohol by Ruiz. According uh, around midnight, Beecham, who had been socialising outside the restaurant for a short while, walked back inside and witnessed a co-worker having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party, according to the suit. She alleges she was mortified after seeing the man's wife, who was bent over, kissing Ruiz and another female co-worker simultaneously. Plaintiff was shocked, disgusted and outraged by what she saw and she ran outside. The employee, the employee who was engaged in sex with his wife, walked outside shortly thereafter which led Beecham to believe it was safe to go back inside the restaurant to retrieve her guacamole, <laughs> her bowl. She went back in to get a guacamole bowl. However, when she re-entered the restaurant, she allegedly saw Ruiz and the other female co-worker who had been involved in the debauchery vomiting into the guacamole bowl That's what she's and the in. trash can. That's why she's angry. Oh, the, the my God. And it goes on. Avocados and it goes aren't on. Avocados aren't fucking Avocados cheap. Avocados are not she's cheap at all. She's had a bad night. That's a rough night. I hope she got I can't wait for our Christmas. I can't wait for our Christmas party. Well, our party. Christmas party's oh, Sunday wow. night. And it's going to be what, up. worse than that. I'm bringing the glad wrap. I'm bringing a bowl for the keys. <laughs> I'm bringing If this is on fucking board Taco Bell, we're way wilder than Taco Bell. Look at that surf club we're going to. Fucking look at I was just telling someone there's not enough Taco Bells in Australia. Taco Bell's shit. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Fake walk. Guacamole, shit cheese. I'm just shit not... cheese in a tube. Yeah, they fucking took Red Rooster out of Balner and put bloody Taco Bell in oh, there. Is there one down there? Yeah, it's, it's the old Red Rooster and that old. Oh right, there, that's Macca's. why it's bitter. Oh, yeah. Fuck all. Oh, what about this? Oh no. Yeah, no. I'll talk about it tomorrow. I've got to bluff about Balner fucking Maccas, and I'll, I'll do that tomorrow in tomorrow's episode. <laughs> they can get fucked. Actually, I'll write that down. They're fucked. Next one on the list is your jockey. Oh, oh, mate. Star jockey. Rip him. Poor old put rip. So this Holy dooly, how old's yeah. this? I'm just looking at the article. Yeah, so back in uh just go down there, Merce. 
Just stop there. The, no, the Grim Reaper paid a sensational visit to the Belmont Park track yesterday. Swift, swiftly the life of jockey Frank Hayes. So, Vale, Frank Hayes, trigger warning. Rider of Sweet Kiss in the steeplechase was cut short. Hayes had just landed Sweet Kiss with the winner by a length and a half and was pulling up his um, mount about 100 yards after the finish when he swayed in the saddle and pitched headlong into the turf. When... When picked up by attendants, he was dead and a victim of, uh, of heart trouble. He was the first winning mount for Hayes, so it was his first oh, ever win. Oh, wow. And it was actually his last ever win. Wow. He had only been riding horses in steeplechases a short time. It was, this, it, was, it, was, it was his second mount in cross-country race. He was, oh, mate, this poor bloke. It was his first race. And, uh, but go down. When they did the autopsy on him, yeah. he was dead when he crossed the line. Oh, you're kidding me. They worked out he had a heart attack going up the fucking straight. You're And there's a photo. Me. If you go down a bit more, there's a photo. Oh, no, you might not be able to see it. Wow. And he actually crosses the there's, – there's, go down there, Moose. Yeah, so he actually crosses the line dead. Wow, yeah, that's they, terrible. They've done the autopsy and worked out. So how long down. ago did they say the actual oh, date? Oh, look, we don't want to get – it was 1923. Was it? But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it definitely caught my eye. So yeah. You were the breaking news. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what about that? Well, it's got to be talked about. That's first winner too. It was his first ever winner. He didn't even didn't get even to get give us a loot as he went over the line. Didn't even get to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, no. He was, he was like actually wrapped around the horse. Wow. There's, there's a photo. Where's the photo there, Moose? Can you bring up a photo, bud? There's actually a photo of him wrapped, like draped around the horse as it goes across the line. That's It was um, fucking rough. That is rough. Yeah. It, like, yeah, there it goes to your left there, yeah? If you can. Oh. Uh, no, it's a boxer. That's a vintage boxer. Vintage boxer. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it was the fifth of June, nineteen twenty-three. This happened. Wow. Yeah. So he, yeah. So he's crossed the line dead on his first ever win. I just had to bring it up. I thought, fuck, that's amazing. Yeah, that's nuts. It, it reminds me. Like, I just anyone ring up. We have got the flog line. Ring up, and if you some like some weird shit ever happened at a, a sporting year event, I'm not saying don't ring us up. I'm telling someone who was dead and they won the game, but ring up and give us a, a, a weird sporting yeah. fucking. Fact, and we'll Google it and have a look at it. How, yeah. how cool is the old paper? Yeah, yeah. I've got when my um, actually there's a boxing one for those who can't see. We've got we for those like got, everyone. Uh, there's a boxing <laughs> no, two, two dudes boxing. It actually looks like a cutout, and it's been like in the paper. Actually, looks like it's been cut out. Yeah, stuck that on. Been, yeah. It's, my when my nan turned seventy, I think it was cool. my mum and dad got her the Daily News, the front page of the Daily News from when she was born. Yeah, in nineteen seventy. Yeah, and it's got the ads in there. For, it's like Baker required. Must be sober. <laughs> and every, every ad goes, must be sober. And some ads go, doesn't have to be sober. Like, put some of the jobs, like, yeah, you can have a drink. And like, because there was a lot of alcohols back then. Yeah. That's all I fucking did. Yeah. But yeah, no, fuck. I thought that was very interesting. I yeah, just that, is, that, that is very interesting. Yeah, here's one close to our heart. You, you've, you've talked about it before. And oh, it's. Chopu. There's a bit going on over there now. Yeah. Can you bring it up, please, Mush? There is a bit going on. For those that didn't remember it, but we talked about it last time, it was about the Olympics. They were looking at putting in a big, um, what do you call it, scorer's hut. Yeah. There's an old timber one there now, but they're talking about yeah, ripping up all the shit. Yeah, yeah. And we were against it then, and now oh, it's just taken things. a bit of a turn, hasn't oh, it? It's, it's uh, fucking bad. It's, it's got to be. I just can't believe this day and age of all the shit that gets cancelled, that this is one that looks like it's getting through. Yeah, so it's basically the French Olympics. It's the French, yes. French Olympics, and that and that that comes under that that area. Chopu comes under yes. the French rule. French. So they went, oh, we'll put the it makes sense. Put the surfing at Chopu. It's a fucking hell of a break. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But what they're doing is absolutely destroying the reef. 
Yeah. Well, no, but there's no need. They drove a boat in there. It's a big flat bottom fucking skip, and and you can hear the locals just going, "What are you doing?" And it's like crunching the yeah. reef and just hammering the reef. And the locals of the local, it was actually quite disturbing to watch the footage. The locals were like beside themselves, like they were like crying, just yeah. going, "Please stop it!" Like turn your motor off, and they're, and they're just jamming the fucking outboard into the reef. Lumps of coral were just flying out of the back yeah. of this boat. And we, we've said it on the on like, the other show we talked about it. It's good enough for the World Surf League. They've got they they can use the one that's there. Well, the how, how can it the not be good enough for that? Well, the Respect surfers the are actually coming out saying now we're going to boycott it. Yeah. So they were saying like, oh, if you say anything about this, we won't let you compete. Now they're coming out saying we don't want to fucking compete. Fuck you. Yeah. Like like I mean, some of the biggest there it is there. So it means the world. Carissa talk. Moore. Yeah. It doesn't seem worth it, and I totally agree with that. Calls to boycott Paris 2024. Chopu grows gold medalist Carissa Moore writes this doesn't seem worth it. So a gold a gold medal. Is is a gold medal worth this? Is basically what she said. Although the reaction from Olympians concerning the destruction of the Chopu Reef to build a fine new aluminium judging tower has been muted, reigning gold medalist Chris Moore has added her voice to the growing um, growing clamor to either boycott the games or stop the build. So basically, like we've all just said, there's there's been an old timber structure there. It's been there forever. It's solid as shit. It's been surviving for a long time. The fucking Olympic movement have come in yeah. and gone. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. We're going to build a big flash one, which, okay, cool. It's probably cool because it'll stay there forever and it will last forever and ever and ever. But the damage it's doing is yeah. – they just don't care. Yeah, so that- following yesterday's – following yesterday, go back up, please. Following yesterday's report, the Olympic barge had accidentally bulldozed its way through the precious coral reef. Chris Moore wrote, broken hard, this doesn't seem worth it. So, yeah, they just – Drove into the reef to get fucking out it's to nuts. where they had to go. Yeah, it's nuts. So don't don't play that. It's I just, just can't believe this. Da- I just can't believe that this day and age goes through. Surf fans were quick to um, dive on the five times world champion Moore um, comment, begging her to leverage her um, considerable influence to pressure organisers to cancel the tower's construction with the threat of the, threat of the surfer boycott. You can do something about it. Use your voice. On, on on our behalf to tell the world what's happening and call for the Olympic group to change this. Change this. Gather together the others. Um, I can't fucking read that. Okay. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. This doesn't have a uh, blah, blah, blah. It, it's fucked. Yeah. They're yeah, basically no, just, yeah. why do they need a new fucking, it's for one event. Yeah. And like one I said, event. Like I said, if it's good enough for the World Surf League, like it, they, it, they can do it for this. Like, oh. it's, it's just ridiculous. Either that or take it somewhere else. And like, so many people just call them, please boycott the Olympics for surfing. Yeah. Every surfer, every surfer needs to boycott the Olympics. Until I'll they, be amazed if it goes through. It sounds like it is at the moment, but I'll they'll be surprised. Have they'll have, like, mate, if you start getting the surfers saying we're not coming. What's the point of having it? Yeah. And they that is something that they will be together, mate. Surfers, skateboarders and that, they're different sports than others. They are mates. They're friends. But they respect, yeah, they respect and the their, ocean too. Yeah, it's exactly right. That's their... That's their but it's also this little village, yeah. That that the, when the surfers go there, they inject their own money into that little villages. Hundred percent. They live in the, the huts while they're there. They yep. actually they get on the back of the little mopeds. We've said it before. Um, back on the little mopeds with the locals and ride there. Look, fucking Slater used to be on the back of a moped with a local. Yeah. Just getting driven out to the to the edge where they get in their boats and go to the reef. Yep. Like, and then these Olympians, Olympic mobs coming in, just going fuck it, just drill a hole in the like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Right. Think, I, I don't. I just don't think it can go ahead. Like it's it's good enough for the world surfing. Exactly right. Mob. Good enough for them. What's it, the difference? It, it's exactly right. Oh, it's mate. fine. All right. Well, that was a pretty All shit right. one to fucking end with. But hey, we had a bit of fun today. 
We did. We had a bit of fun today. I'm pretty flogged out. You flogged out? I actually haven't got. Was your? Did you have a sporting flog of the week? You mentioned oh, before. Oh, did. did. Yeah, I didn't have one, but I thought you had one. Adam Gilchrist's young bloke is my positive flog. Positive flog. Positive. Oh, flog. I thought we we're going down the negative part. No, <laughs> Gilly. Have you done two positives in yeah, a row? Yeah, I have. And I just love. Who this. are you, and what have you done with my oh, friend Andrew? Do a test. So young <laughs> Harry. <laughs> young Harry. Cricket legend Adam Gilchrist's reaction to photos of his eldest son's Harry on Instagram has gone viral. So, like most parents, Adam Gilchrist, like he, he does the best to raise his kids yeah. the best way he can. The swashbuckling former cricketer and wife Melinda have three boys and a girl, with Harry, the eldest, at 21, Ted, the youngest, at 12. And in between is any 18 and 16-year-old Archie. So, Harry is gone to Lismore. Where where his old man grew up. He's actually grew up in Ganellabar. I think he went to Ganellabar High School, I think. Don't fucking chase me over that, but I'm pretty anyway, sure he went uh, to yeah, High School. You might be right. Um, so he played 13 years for Australia, and they named a park after Gilly over, over Lismore Way. So parenting a natural, like, it, it's not easy. It's good to see even celebrities have problems with their fucking kids. So just go, <laughs> go down there. So set an example and hope that they gain your child's respect. The man known as Gilly wrote an Instagram post this week. All you can ask for a parent, cheers, Harry Gilchrist. So he's had a go. So so well, I'll get to the photos. The, the, the <laughs> So he's written, set an example and then hope to gain your child's respect. That's what Gilly wrote. Go down and have a look at the photos. These are the photos. His young bloke is pissing on the Adam <laughs> Gilchrist Park sign. <laughs> For me, I know some older people out there going, that's so disrespectful. Mate, if my if if I ever get a park named after you and one of my grandkids goes, hey, Pop, and he's having a piss on me sign, I'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd be having a great old laugh. Yeah, good as a photo. Harry is even smiling politely in the first snap. So he takes a really nice photo with his, and goes, hey, Dad, look where I am. It's fucking unreal. Like His old man's like, that's great. Oh, look, you raise your kids well, blah, blah, blah. Then the next photo, Gilly obviously hadn't seen it. Has come up with his young bloke pissing. <laughs> in it, Harry is seen simulating. We sincerely hope the act of urinating on the very sign adorned <laughs> with his father's name. The post has had twenty five thousand likes and drew comments from a who's who of Australian cricket. That's ah, that's gold. Wrote Gilly's former teammate Damien Martin from his kitchen in Byron Bay, along with the fire cry laughing emojis. Like yeah, Damien Martin thought that was great. So that's the first photo. So he's, like, he's, ta- oh, so he's taking nice. one smiling, and then yeah. he's just taking one pissing and then he's on it, and then keep going. Wow, they progressively get worse. And it's so that, go down there, please. And it's that, yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have it any other way," replied former state cricketer and ex-North Melbourne AFL president James Brayshaw. <laughs> Beth Mooney and Jason Gillespie replied on emojis. Only the former replying with one cry laughing emoji. Dizzy take it one step further with ten rolling on the floor laughing emojis. <laughs> the KS Sport account couldn't help itself commenting, taking the piss. <laughs> well done. Harry Gilchrist, you are the fucking, you are more yeah, positive flogger. And it's obviously the, it's obviously the family's humour too. Like it's obviously a, a joke between them. Yeah, it's, it's. And then Gilly's come back and responded in a post showing the offended photo, and Gilly's caption it simply wrote, "Parenting goals." <laughs> well done, Gilly. Well played yeah. with Gilchrist. They're yeah. more positive flogs. Yeah, no, that's good. They, he was a hell of a player. Oh mate. He he. There's you hear it sometimes, but there's very few people who have changed. Cricket. An entire sport. He but changed, he changed it as a wicketkeeper batsman. Well, he there was he, always good ones, but the way that he played like it, him. it, it was unbelievable. It. Yeah. it made it that it well, it actually made it a role that if you wicketkeep, you had to be able to bat. Yeah. So Healy 
Healy could bat in his own right, but he wasn't Gilly. Yeah. And now, if you're not making hundreds and smash them out of the park, you're not oh, you're not a wicketkeeper for Australia anymore. Mate, when he was opening a couple of them World Cups, oh, just, just put them on the roof and shit, oh, knock, knock them out of stadiums, and and just such a just such a decent human uh, as well. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Haydos has always been my my favourite cricketer ever, but I is he? If, if, yeah, he's always been a favourite, but. Gilly was very close behind, but I, th- I still think to this day, I think he's the best player to watch. You knew every single time, whether it was Test match, him and Bevan. One day, Bevan you just was, knew. Yeah, Bevan was just a closer. He was awesome. My, but my, Gilly yeah. just, I just love it. You just every time he went out, you just wanted to watch him play. He Who was, was your favourite, Moose? Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Herschel Gibbs or Lance Lance Klusner. Yeah, oh, back in, right I was going to say Jacques Hulsh. Yeah, no, Jacques yeah good was a, yeah, yeah, he Jacques was a freak. freak. Yeah, he was a freak. He was a freak. Yeah, Ponting as well, sensational batsman. Yeah, Murph yeah. Hughes. Murph Hughes was mine. Well, that's a, lot that's a young bloke. Yeah. That's a lot more than fucking one, Murph. Yeah, it is. Shane Warne. Warne's yeah, all of ours. Exactly. Warne's off the off, yeah. off the table. Just no one um, picks. Sort of blow the, just no one picks. Flipper. Merv. No one picks bowlers. Murph Hughes. Murph Hughes was when I was growing up. I idolised Merv and Hughes as I grew up. The great Merv. And then, yeah, but Ponting's my all time. Yeah. And I hate fucking Clarky. Anyway. Calm down, Carlos. Um, all right. Well, I'm pretty flogged out. You flogged yeah, out? Yeah, I'm flogged out. All right. Well. Hope they liked the show. That was good fun. It was a good fun. That one, I liked that one in the middle. It had nothing to do with sport and just about sex. Loved that was it. great. We've got oh, a do that more often. bit of thing there to do. Yeah, fair, 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 fair bit of beeping. Throw one in the middle. Yeah, probably a bit of beeping in there. But, oh, well, if she didn't deserve a root, she didn't get one. Fuck her. Um, all right. Remember. Check your balls. Check your balls. <laughs> Talk to your mates. If you're going to flog it, flog it like it's not yours. <laughs>